Mayang hapon sa inyong tanan. Um, nandito tayo sa 8th episode ng Minda Salida. At ang 8th episode na ito ay very special as we mentioned in the last episode that we will have a collaboration between the podcast Minda Salida and New Durian Cinema which is edited by Gutierrez Teng Mangansakan II. So I am John Bengan, writer and fi- uh, film critic. And my co-host is Karma Sulu. Geeks. Yeah, thank you, John. I'm Karma, and I'm a law student here in Cebu, and I'm also a filmmaker and a student of cinema. All right. So let me introduce our guests um, this af- this this episode. So our our guest is. First guest is Gutierrez Teng Mangansakan II, a motor filmmaker and one of the pillars of the Philippine Regional New Wave Cinema Movement. He is Artistic Director of Salamindanao, Asian Film Festival, and New Durian Cinema, co-presenter also of this podcast. Our next hello. guest... Hello. Hi, Teng. Hello again, Teng. Our next guest is Najib Zakaria, a motor filmmaker of Maranao descent, from Marawi who has made a feature film in 2012 entitled Duaya through the FDCP Sining Pambansa Film Festival. He has also made a documentary on Lake Lanao which is considered lost after their house in Marawi was destroyed in the 2017 siege. In 2018, he made White Flag which talks about the plight of internally displaced persons in the aftermath of the Marawi siege. Hello Najib! Yep, yep. Okay, so this afternoon, with this collaboration between Nudurian Cinema and Mindasalida, we will talk about Moro narratives in Philippine film. So, what are we going to talk about this afternoon, basically, is um, we will trace the early years of Philippine cinema, the Moro and the original Muslim inhabitants of Mindanao, as they have been subjects of films. The earliest film to tackle the Moro subject was that of a U.S. Filipino production called Zamboanga by Eduardo de Castro in 1937. And it was starred by Fernando Po Sr. and Nai remake Anino in the 60s as well. Then we had the action films with Moro characters from the 60s to the 2000 and eventually there was a shift in the tackling of Moro subjects that delved on the political from Marlo Diaz Abayas Bagong Buwan in 2001 to Brillante Mendoza's Mindanao in 2019. With the advent of digital filmmaking, it enabled filmmaking to take place in the regions. So we will see now Maguindanawan filmmakers, Moro and non-Moro alike, utilize Moro stories for their films some of them gaining critical acclaim in the national and international arena. So today, we will talk about representation of the Moro in Philippine films, the changing politics of identity surrounding Bangsa Moro, and how Moro filmmakers are changing the way stories about themselves and their communities are told, plus the challenges for them to tell the stories in the way they want their stories told. So actually, like the previous episode, um, we have actually picked up on some of the points um, connected to this topic. No? We have been having a conversation about Mindanao cinema, who, make, who makes Mindanao cinema, what is it about, and 
what are the responsibilities, the consequences, and the advantages as well of making films about Mindanao. So let's start the conversation with Teng Mangansakan, direct, direct Teng, who wrote a comprehensive paper on the representations of the Moro in Philippine cinema, uh, which he presented at, a dif at, a, at different international conferences. Teng, can you tell us more about your uh, study? Yes, um, actually the, the, the study uh, first, um, it was conceptualized supposedly as a, as a thesis of mine uh, sa, sa university. Uh, the, the initial title was The Images of the Moro in Philippine Cinema from 1960s to the 2000s, if, if I'm not mistaken. But um, uh, again, parang it was kind of premature to do that uh, because during those days, um, a lot of films were very inaccessible, so it was hard to study uh, uh, representation of um, uh, morals in Philippine cinema. So I think five years ago, um, I, I thought of like um, uh, doing it again. Uh, so I, I was glad that. Uh, there were international conferences uh, that were keen on on having the paper. So I, I, I did two versions of the of the paper. The first paper was put uh, was presented in Jakarta. How the Bangsamoro is part of a bigger Asian imag Asian imaginary, and then the second one happened last uh, year at the islands um, uh, critical uh, islands conference in Manila. So I also. Or uh, presented a another variation of the paper. So basically, because um, uh, uh, I think this is a very opportune opportune topic uh, because uh, this year we are closing the the centennial of Philippine cinema celebration. So for the past two years, we've been celebrating hundred years of Philippine cinema, and um, one of the topics that 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 have caught the fancy of filmmakers, uh, not only Filipinos, but also uh, American filmmakers, because uh, again, Philippine cinema started during the uh, US colonial occupation. So during that time, um, uh, as, as Filipino filmmakers were making films, um, uh, there was, there was uh, a filmmaker uh, uh, who happened to have connections in Hollywood, so he got Hollywood funding and did yun nga sinabi ni John kanina, the film Zamboanga in 1937 starring Fernando Po uh, Sr. So it was it was a film that tackled the, the Tausogs and the Badjaos uh, and uh, 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 it was a film that was done in the in the very classical narrative, uh, Hollywood narrative convention of, of boy meets girl and then there's uh, another boy liking the girl and the two boys uh, fighting over the girl and of course the, the, the better boy gets the girl. And then uh, after that there, um, the, the fascination continued uh, on, on the moral subjects, the moral stories. But again, nagkaroon ng parang shifting focus because parang anong nangyari, since Mindanao uh, or Moroland, um, uso yung uso yung mga uh, conflict. So the 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 shift uh, 
began by making films na action-oriented, so bakbakan. That's why we have uh, Joseph Estrada, for instance, Ramon Revilla, uh, even Fernando Poe Jr. did a very uh, popular uh, film with a Moro or a Muslim uh, uh, lead character, yung Magnum nga niya. Uh, and then, of course, uh, uh, and uh, recently in the last 20 years, there was again a shift na na medyo political na yung pagtackle ng Bangsamore issues because again uh, politicized na rin yung sapin so I think nag-change na rin nag-change yung times uh, and of course uh, 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 through all these decades um, ang issue has always been the position of the teller of the filmmaker so of course, kasi Manila Studios yung gumagawa, the, the representation of Moros in Philippine cinema uh, tended to, to echo the prevailing prejudice and bias towards Muslims, towards the Moros, and towards Mindanao. So, um, so uh, medyo hindi magandang portrayal, either they're portrayed as the bandits, uh, the kalaban, so uh, yun. Uh, parating parating may othering parating masama yung yung pagportray uh, so it was only recently again in the last 20 years that was a sudden uh, that there, there was a shift pero kahit na may shift man uh, uh, meron pa rin problema with when it comes to representation uh, kasi uh, yun nga maraming pe pelikula ay galing pa rin sa Manila uh, at Manila filmmakers and Manila productions. And uh, ang naging problema nga recently while there's this shifting of, of, of a paradigm the, the, the Bangsamoro or the Moro topic has remained muragkwan siya something of an exotic uh, subject. So a lot of, a lot of uh, recent Filipino films on the Bangsamoro tended to be very orientalist, exotic size na portrayal of 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 Mindanao so or the Bangsamoro so uh yun yung yun yung nangyari in the last um, 20 years uh and again now that we're celebrating the, the 100 years of Philippine cinema siguro kailangan din ng reevaluation at pag-assess ng representation ng Bangsamoro uh in Philippine cinema Salamat, thank for that overview. And by the way, uh, it's nice to have you back. Uh, we just had you in the previous episode, and this is it, this feels like a continuation, truly. Um, before we go to this to this questions, before we ask you about your beginnings in filmmaking, um, this episode we're recording actually happens to be on uh, Idil Adha, right? Uh, so happy Eid to um, our guests. Uh, we didn't plan it to be on this day, pero dahil available tayong lahat, no? It's very, um, it's a, quite a coincidence. So, um, Cakes, um, yeah, would you like to start the, the first uh, question? Um, so basically, um, ano, uh, I grew up in Cotabato City, uh, I was actually born in Holosulu, so also yung parents ko. And then we moved to Cotabato City, and dun ako lumaki. And I remember um, ano, um, going to 
uh, in Video City every weekend to rent a VHS or VCD. Kasi walang sinihan na disente sa Cotabato City. Meron, pero um, usually Hollywood films yung pinapalabas. Tapos after, medyo mga five months late na yung film before siya ma-release sa Cotabato Theater. So I really um, um, uh, learned uh, uh, or or na-incorporate siya sa um, ano, sa hobbies namin as a family, yung panonood ng pelikula uh, every week. Although hindi siya ano, uh, hindi ganoon ka-serious yung yung activities sa amin, pero uh, para sa akin nung nung bata pa ako, parang very interested na ako sa process ng paggawa ng pelikula ng um, ng pagtell ng story. That's why um, eventually in during my schooling years, um, nag-venture ako sa mga creative na stuff like uh, writing for the school paper and then um, even in college, I uh, took up communication arts. Pero I think na-kick off talaga yung parang endeavor for filmmaking um, when um, uh, when we uh, set up this org. Um, actually, John, ikaw yung advisor ng org na to. It was UP Salida. Um, in Mindanao, it was uh, it is a film organization, and we invited um, Teng Mangan Sakan um, um, to school to show his films, and parang yun yung time actually na 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 discover ko na parang meron palang mga films na ginagawa mga Mindanaoans about Mindanao. Kasi before sobrang clueless ko, like I was not aware na um, meron palang mga ano mga active filmmakers I used to think na mga filmmakers ay nasa Manila lang nakabase so after that um, I joined um, his uh, mga sakans workshop the Gen- the Jensen um, summer film workshop in 2013 and one of the parang um, parang outputs na nakailangan namin i-comply with after the workshop was uh, ano, a short film so, ano, lahat ng participants nag, uh, <clears throat> nag-produce ng film after the, the workshop. And then, um, siya yung pinalabas yung pelikula namin. And then, um, I got to meet, uh, during the film festivals, I got to meet um, a lot of uh, people, a lot of uh, Mindanao filmmakers. Especially when we uh, went to uh, Cinema Region in um, Cagayan de Oro City. Kung saan ko nakilala yung ano sila Ryan Morsha sina uh, Seth Suarez and I got to watch um, films that were um tawag nito um tackling um uh, stories or or portraying narratives na specific sa regions na um nirepresent nila so parang I think doon yung year na yun yung 20 2013, doon talaga nag-kick off yung ano, yung pagiging uh, interested ko talaga sa filmmaking. Uh, sineryoso ko yung uh, yung, uh, yung yeah. nung time na yun, Kicks, um, when you when you were starting to really realize your dream of becoming a filmmaker, um, were you also, did you also feel the, the responsibility to um, um, tell stories about your Taosug and Sama heritage? Uh, was this conscious on your part at the uh, time? Um, hindi. Uh, hindi pa. Um, 
um, when I made my first film, kasi yung first film ko, actually, coincidence lang na, na ano, na kung saan kami nag-shoot, ano pala, tawag nito, um, uh, Badjao and Tausog na mga parang settlers sa Jensan. Kasi they escaped the, ano yata, the 1970s na, ano, na war sa Holo. Kasi yung iba doon, mga 30 years na uh, sa bawing Jensan. So, doon ko lang in-incorporate later sa film. Pero hindi siya conscious decision na parang, oh, this is to, ano, this is because I am tausog myself. So, I'm going to, um, uh, nito, um, uh, include them in my film. Kasi, kasi, ano, um, uh, um, hindi pa siya ganun ka, um, hinog sa akin yung idea. It was actually during the cinema reunion when I met the ano the uh, the festival ay di ko sure ko anong tawag sa position niya pero siya yung pumipili ng films for the Mindanao program si Rudolf Alama who's also the festival director tama ba tayo ano ba si Rudolf ng time na yun di part sa, uh, sa screening kami curator for Mindanao ah, yeah, curator pala ng, ng, kasi he was the curator so i met him at one of the parties and um I think we had an interesting conversation kasi he told me na if um, kung hindi lang dahil um, kung hindi niya siguro nilagay yung pelikula ko sa Western Mindanao category, hindi niya sana ipaprogram yung film. So parang doon ako na, ako na, ano na napaisip ako. So parang hindi pala merits-based yung pag-program ng films. Parang depende pala kung may magre-represent ng certain region. Kasi I remember mm. when I got accepted, when I, when I learned that I got accepted, my film was accepted to this, uh, to Cinema Region, medyo nagulat ako na nilagay siya sa Western Mindanao na category na parang, parang in the first place, I'm not from Western Mindanao and I don't live there anymore. I live in Jensan. So I was hoping na masali ako sa Sok Sergeant uh, group. So, to my surprise, nilagay ako sa Western Mindanao because, mm. actually, I don't know why. I, I don't know if nalaman nila na mayroon akong uh, natausog ako. Pero, um, I think it's because, ano, nasa, uh, nasa film na pinortray yung tausog community sa Jensen. Kaya nasali. So, parang doon ako na, ang first reaction ko, parang, uh, wow, so, um, these people, this institution gets to decide kung ano yung pag-identify ko ng sarili ko as a filmmaker. Kasi hindi siya, like, um, conscious thing at the time. No, parang it was only later kasi um, parang siyempre na-emerge kong sarili ko by working with um, other people sa pelikula and other um, endeavors na parang um, uh, na parang lung, parang, tawag nito? Parang hinahunt ako nung nung day ano time na yon nung, nung nung moment na yon na parang parang kailangan ko bang i um i uh, gamitin or invoke yung pagiging tausog ko just so i can um make certain films now to to cater this ano so parang after that so a lot of my parang contemporaries were all, already making their ano their follow ups so ako parang medyo na pressure ako slide na na I want to make like a Taosug film with Taosug dialogue na which by the way hindi ako fluent in I can understand pero hindi ako like super um uh, magaling sa Taosug na language so parang yun yung um iniisip ko nang time na yun na parang my second film should be uh, like this it should 
be set in Holo. So, parang na-obsess ako kay, you know, interviewing some relatives, you know, trying to um, harvest some stories which I can use as material for my next film. So, parang hindi siya naging successful eventually. Um, um, bukod sa marami akong ibang inaasikaso nung time na yun, parang it's also big, uh, ngayon iniisip ko na kaya hindi siya naging ganun ka-successful kasi parang pinipilit ko siya on my part kasi I know for a fact na hindi yun yung exper- hindi yun yung um, na-experience ko sa pag-confront sa pagiging tausog ko kasi we were ano, we're, we're actually um, uh, migrants sa ano, sa So Jensen, you know, we started from Holo and then we moved to Cotabato and then we moved to Jensen. So parang iba yung unique yung experience um, namin na pamilya ko sa tingin ko, uh, which was the inspiration for my second film, uh, Mountain to Cry For, uh, na, 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 na kung saan gitry ko um, converse with my parents um, about that na parang And then, tinignan ko rin kung how did it affect the way we see ourselves. So, parang, so sa ngayon, parang, I don't feel pressured na, na parang dapat 100% tausok yeah. yung pelikula. Or in the, in the way yeah. na gustong makita ng other programmers, for example, na, na dapat um, ito yung ano ang itsura ng pagiging tausok. So, yun, mm. yun yung, ano, yung struggle ko. Okay, salamat Kicks. Ngayon naman, tanungin natin si Najib kung paano nagsimula siya sa paggawa ng pelikula. Hi John. And ay nag, nag nagsimula ako nung ano nung uh, 2012. Uh, may airport ang tourism department ng pro- ang province of Lano del Sur na ipapita ang Lano del Sur sa mga filmmakers and So, kasama sina sina of course sina si Directeng, sina Brillante Mendoza at that time. At saka marami pang iba. So, nagkaroon sila ng parang uh, short film competition and then uh, may nag-invite sa akin na sumali so doon na siya nagsimula. Pero, Bago ako naging filmmaker, I was an activist in Mindanao State University. At that time, uh, alam ko kung gaano kahalaga yung yung etong etong craft na to. Uh, unang-una, uh, maraming prejudices sa mga moro na I think dapat pabigyan ng kahit kahit sa 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 filmismo na minsan makikinig na sa mga mga pelikula na Bago ko sumali sa short film competition, yun nga, activist ako nung college, yun nga, yung short film competition na yun. Pero before I joined, I was an activist in Mindanao State University ng college pa ako. So alam ko kung gano'ng importante itong uh, 
film. Lalong-lalo na sa pag-preserve at saka sa pagsagot doon sa Bangsamoro question. Uh, may mga may mga pelikula din na uh, nung bata ako pag napapanood ko may mga linya na uh, sinasabi moro-moro lang yan. Pero nung naintindihan ko na kung ano yung kung ano kami bilang moro, masakit pa lang marinig sa linya kahit na minsan patawa or sa mga action films dati na moro-moro lang. Masakit pala yun. Uh, Doon ko na-realize na ay, ay, nung naintindihan ko na itong lahat ng to, na-realize ko na marami pa lang, marami pa palang hindi nakakapilala, nakakaintindi sa kung ano, ang, kung ano kaming mga moro. So, uh, yun. So, yun. Nag, uh, yung short film competition and then Doon ko na din nakilala si Director. Uh, uh, Pernage, ang, ang background mo ba ay meron kang, did you study media or um, art, no. literature, or? No, no, no. no. Uh, ano ako, uh, major in business uh, administration. Wow. Management. Uh-oh. So, ang training mo doon sa, doon sa short film fest na nakilala mo yung mga iba't ibang director. Uh, Paano yun dyan? Uh, so doon ka nag-umpisa talaga sa short oh, film fest? Oo, talaga uh-huh. yung... Oo, doon na talaga. Pero da, before that, may medyo photographer-photographer ako sa, 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 sa grupo namin eh. Uh-huh. Uh, sige. Sige, balikan kita na, Jismaya. Uh, i-revise ko konti yung question kay Teng kasi parang natanong na natin to kay Teng before. Um, Teng, uh, you're, you first... Actually, mas nauna um, sa pagkakilala ko sa iyo, mas una kitang nakilala as a writer. Pero mas nauna ba ang pagiging filmmaker mo? Nek gumawa ka ng short film una bago ka nag uh, nagsulat or sabay ba ito nangyari teng sa as always been together, dalawang craft. Um okay, um uh, since college kasi I was already writing for the student publication. Uh, so talagang nagsimula ako bilang manulot manunulat and i remember uh, during college na uh, usually my contributions to the student publications were feature stories or reviews of films and uh, uh, i was a kumaga a voracious reader of of uh, film journals na available sa university noon or sometimes I ask my father to buy me some books in Manila kung pupunta sa Manila or when he goes abroad, papabili ako ng libro. So talagang for me, uh, ang, kumaga, ang grounding ko talaga was uh, in writing. And uh, basically, uh, when I started making short films in the year 2000 because of the, of the all-out war, ni Arab Estrada. Uh, uh, yun, uh, na-anchor ako sa pagkwento ng Bangsamoro stories from a very particular point of view. So, kumbaga, uh, I use my own personal stories, stories of my family, to tell the bigger story of the Bangsamoro struggle. And uh, I think it, it was only in 2000 when I was in Iowa that I realized that filmmaking uh, 
it's just an extension of my writing. So it's really, it's really me telling the story, writing the story from a from a different uh, angle, from a different manner. Uh, uh, yun, uh, parang uh, my member kasi na, uh, I, I I read a theory about the camera style, oh, in which the camera is used as a pen. So parang na realize ko that yeah maybe I'm I, I'm I'm that I'm a I'm a, I'm a filmmaker who use who utilizes the camera to write or rewrite stories. Okay, thank you Teng. So balik tayo ng konte dun sa na na umpisahan ni Teng na panggitin kanina yung overview niya of of moral representation in Philippine cinema. So uh Meron bang in the past na like na you mentioned the action films kasi uh, meron din kahit na very orient uh, orientalist ang ang karamihan sa mga ito um, at uh, hindi malalim yung pagrepresent ng ng moral experience um, meron kasing meron kasing isang movie si Fernando Po yung Magnum na nabanggit mo na parang ito yata yung unang uh, unang pagkakataon na ginawan niyang hero no uh, ang ang isang character na Moro kahit si Fernando po ay hindi naman talaga um, uh, Moro pero yung sa movie niya ay parang it, he is someone that people root for no at naging popular naging popular din ito sa mga Moro communities sa tingin mo ano yung ano yung uh, ginawa ni Fernando po bakit na parang itaguyod niya yung ganung klasing pananaw uh, uh, yes, I think it was yung yung magdum na pelikula was a uh, phenomenal phenomenal. Uh, it was a very popular film, and of course, uh, uh, alam naman natin na uh, FPG is a very popular actor, hmm. especially in the Bangtamoro community. As a matter of fact, uh, it, I remember when I was growing up in Cotabato City, three may FPG film sa sinihan, uh, dam trucks. Uh, loading people just to watch. So usually, ito yung panahon na pupuno yung sinihan, talagang standing room only, and then you see people outside lining uh, for the next uh, one, for the next uh, screening. And as uh, and I remember you know, one time, uh, there was a film in which FPJ was uh, killed in the film na nagrayot yung mga audience sa Cotabato City in Sultan Theater talagang sinira nila yung mga upuan talagang nagwala sila doon because for them FPJ cannot die in a film and um, I would like to believe that uh, dahil ganun nga yung, yung yung legendary status ni ni FPJ uh, malaki yung influence niya sa pag pag, pag represent nung, uh, nung Muslim sa isang pelikula. Uh, uh, basically kasi yung ibang earlier films, hindi naman kasi conscious yung Bangsa Moro uh, uh, identity in the films. It was it was uh, films that had Muslim characters. And Magdum was actually a, a film in which uh, the, 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 the protagonist, uh, si, si Jamal, uh, happened to be uh, a Muslim uh, uh, policeman yes. and uh, and he, he was portrayed as somebody in a very straight path uh, hindi siya corrupt na police and then para para masira lang siya 
uh, yung mga batang tinulungan niya uh, uh, alam mo yun yung ginamit against him uh, oh, oh. so uh, yes and and and, and you know maganda dun sa pelikula yun uh, it, uh, uh, maganda yung pagportray again ng 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 Muslim character but hmm. again yun ang naging problema rin sa mga pelikula uh, from from the 60s up to the 1990s na pag ang pagkaintindi lang ng Bangsamoro identity is that you have to be Muslim. And mm. even yung portrayal and narratives ay tungkol sa pagiging Muslim. Yes. Uh, of course, a big part of our Bangsamoro identity is being Muslim, but that's not everything. Uh, so yun pa yung, yun pa yung kakapusan. Uh, kasi uh, yung mga filmmakers pa Manila, yung mga production pa Manila, Ang paniniwala sa 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 Muslim ng Pilipinas, it's a one monolithic whole Muslim period, not knowing the nuances of ethnicity na na there are 13 ethnolinguistic tribes for example. So, pati sa pelikula ngayon, how they are how we are being represented, mali-mali yung hmm. production design, for example, mali yung costumes, mali yung mga bagay-bagay kasi hindi na naintindihan ang Muslim for example ng Lanao ay kaiba ang practice sa uh, sa mga tausog of of Sulu. So yung mga gitong mga mga nuances, mga intersections of race and ethnicity, yun yung lost. At until now, uh, yun yung wala. Kasi I remember uh, uh, watching Bagong Buwan, uh, nakalimutan or na-omit sa research siguro, yung, yung, yung usapin ng, yes, we are Bangsamoro, we are one, as uh, united by our religion, but also, we we belong to different tribes. Na, in a very visual, material manner, uh, dapat nakikita mo yung yung pagkakaiba and uh, yun nga sincere and true to the culture you're portraying. Uh, uh, mm. yun so ganun. Thank you, thank. Nads, uh, um, gusto mong mag uh, may mag magdagdag doon sa nasabi ni Teng. Hello, John. Yes, Naj. Yeah, we can hear you. Uh-oh. Uh, yung, sa, yung sa bagong buwan, uh, kung hindi ako nagkakamali direct, uh, kasagsagan yun nung, or after nung, uh, siege nung Abu Bakar, no? pagkakuha sa Abu Bakar. Yes. Abu Bakar. Medyo, uh, Isang importanteng isang importanteng ano din doon yung tingin ko maging epekto or baka ginawa siya para sabayan yung pagkakuha ng military sa Abu Bakar yung mapupil ng mga na ng mga ng mga MLF or families ng mga MLF na namatay sa 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 Abu Bakar na Camp Abu Bakar at that time kasi uh, Although, sa tingin ng pamahal, Philippine government, um, mali yung ano nila, yung stand nila kasi, di ba, uh, revolutionary sila. Pero, ano pa rin eh, at the end of the day, pamilya nila yung mga nag-sacrifice or, or, or namatay dun sa, 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 gusto ko yung, ano ni, directing na, uh, minsan, or mas madalas na tulang talaga sa research na, dapat in, importanteng ma maintindihan malaman na iba-iba itong pinang 
although moro kaming lahat, pero may kanya-kanyang practices yung maranao, yung magindanao, yung mga, na dapat maintindihan ng mga researcher ng, sa, ng, ng mga films bago gawin or, di ba, uh, yung mga, mga films na may kinalaman sa mga moro. Kasi, uh, kultura ang kinukwento, practice ang kinukwento. Ngayon, pag nagbabago siya, this film, this films will outlive kasi wala ka ng time i-correct, wala ka ng time kasi nandiyan na, nakalatag. Naka, naka so, importante-importante yung sinasabi ni Directeng na pag-aralan talaga kung ano kami or yung research maayos. So, na, just sa follow-up doon sa tanong, no, um, do filmmakers coming outside of Mindanao or the Moro culture have the authority to tell Moro stories sa tingin mo? Donaj? Hey, John, come again. Oh. No. <laughs> Ay, sorry. Uh, do filmmakers hailing outside of Mindanao uh, or the outside of Moro culture have the authority to tell Moro stories? Yung mga director or writer na gusto nilang uh, magsulat o gumawa ng pelikula tungkol sa uh, kwento ng mga Moro. Do you think they have the authority? Or... Mm. Authority to tell Moro stories? Uh... Depende siguro kung saan nakatayo. Pero basically, film is uh, storytelling naman. Yun lang. Uh, crucial lang kasi siya. Kasi mahirap yung, mahirap na pinipresent lang yung mga moro. Lalo na sa yung, alam ko madalas tong uh, na babanggit ni, hindi, nakita ko sa mga post ni direct na parang, Hindi, hindi kami pang cultural presentation lang. Yung pag nagiging exotic na lang yung Moro na uh, sa film. Pero depende sa perspective, tingin ko. Ah. Depende sa perspective kung paano ikukwento. Kung siguro sa paano nila uh, naiintindihan or paano nila nakikita yung mga Moro. Malamang... Okay. Pwede, Pwede pa. Pero yeah. pagka binabago kung ano yung, kung ano kaming, kung ano ang, pag, ano ang moro, ano kaming mga moro, yun ang medyo siguro sa akin offensive. Mm. Uh, talking about a recent movie, um, siguro uh, I'd like to talk a little bit about uh, Women of the Weeping River by um, a filmmaker from Zamboanga. Um, si Sharon Dayo. Uh, tama ba, Kicks? Na he's from Sambuanga? Oh, yeah. Sambuanga siya. Uh, Oo. Uh, he is not he is not from the Bangsamoro community. Hindi siya taosug, no? Kicks or uh, Yakan. But he made this film about uh, taosug characters. Uh, it's about a, a family who is caught in a uh, rido. And basically, yung movie about um, each member of the family na male are threatened uh, and then eventually killed uh, because of the rido. And the film got a lot of acclaim. Um, 
it when it came out in 2014 was it cakes or 2016 2017 i think ah 2017 yeah and it's available it's available now on 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 youtube through its production um tba production and well ako as a non-moro um and a viewer um ang nakita ko sa movie is iba siya in a way sa ibang mga pelikula tungkol sa mga uh, people of Mindanao in a sense na meron na siyang level of um, parang respect na ina-accord sa material. Um, pero however, I, there's still something about the movie that I cannot shake. No? Na may, may, uh, for example, um, masyadong parang dun pa rin siya na dun pa rin siya nagkakategorize sa sinasabi ni Directeng last time na kapag Mindanao film ay tungkol talaga dito sa hidwaan, tungkol talaga sa conflict, uh, tungkol siya sa rido. Um, at actually, dun sa movie, in the entire time, no, doon, yun lang parate ang focus ng pelikula. Wala tayong nakikita ang mga moments na meron silang ibang ginagawa. No? Um, Kicks, siguro, um, you can talk a little bit about the movie, uh, Women of the Weeping River. Yes, John. I think, From the perspective of someone who is actually Taosug. Uh, yes, John. I'm actually, uh, napag-usapan natin yan, no, na parang uh, we agreed na hindi siguro siya kasing exoticized as other films na we've seen na uh, depicting um, cultures na hindi, hindi kasama yung filmmaker. But at the same time, yun nga, yung parang walang ibang motivation yung characters na parang na ano nangyari tuloy parang uh, naging one side uh, naging one dimensional yung pagportray ng uh, ng mga taong to although um ako personally nung pinapanood ko may mga scenes na familiar like yung yung Aunt Farida na character na <clears throat> na parang uh, uh, parang common um, lola sa bahay sa mga taosog household. So parang may mga small details na I think um, commendable na 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 ano na hindi siya um, hindi siya katulad sa ibang films, for example like Kanana na always kanang tawag nito parang uh, tourism na uh, uh, project or whatever. Pero then again, um, I think yung yung pag yung nakikita ko siya parang very conscious yung filmmaker na um, sa message niya sa pelikula na parang this is about um, uh, people dealing with um, uh, feuding ano, um, families and um, parang I think it got in the way sa storytelling mismo. Storytelling mismo. Na imbis na ma-flesh out yung characters, parang naging naka-anchor lang lang sila sa isang message na gustong iparating ng filmmaker na I think hindi ganun ka-strong yung message kasi parang um, mm. hindi masyadong pinakita sa pelikula yung root ng ng hidwaan um, hindi pinakita yung parang uh, uh, yun nga hindi pinakita yung root ng hidwaan na parang nandyan lang siya nangyari na parang it's kasi parang the film is trying to say na parang this is a never ending na na issue na kailangan natin tapusin na ganun pero parang parang naging 
simplistic tuloy yung pag-appreciate natin or pag-intindi sa mga um, ganitong um, uh, uh, clan wars or something. Kasi parang nahulog na lang doon sa parang uh, world peace na message na gustong iparating ng filmmaker. That's why I think uh-huh. na-apektuhan na- uh, yung filmmaking mismo. Like, I think, um, ako ang problem ko really at first was not the ano, the portrayal of that also kasi I don't think na exoticize yung um, <clears throat> yung pagiging tausog doon. But I think ang problem is the filmmaking itself kasi like first yung script, I think it um, um, problematic and even the dialogue minsan parang yung sabi mga adyad sa akin na medyo stiff dialogue. And even the the cutting, the editing of the film. Kasi parang, um, I think the the editor is uh, a Manila guy or Carlo... Carlo Manla- Manatad. Oh, yeah, Carlo Manatad. So parang iba yung pacing. Kasi when you watch, for example, films of of um, Teng Mangansakan or, you know, other uh, uh, Mindanao filmmakers, iba yung uh, pace ng pelikula. Kasi parang dito, parang may mga certain um, cuts na na I think um, ang point is to ano is for coverage to cover the entire scene pero hindi nagtatranslate doon yung um, yung gustong ipakita ng pelikula so parang parang I think yun yung naging issue doon kasi parang very focused yung filmmaker sa message niya sa idea niya kung ano dapat ang ang resolution ng mga ganitong problems kaysa sa pag-flash out ng Um, characters. Although I think na malaking um, factor kaya hindi ganun ka-exotic tingnan yung pelikula is yung pag-hire or pag-cast ng all tausong yes. na cast members. Yeah, cast members. Yeah. All the actors. Kaya it sounded um, uh, authentic, you know. Um, it's um, so unlike other like films. Like for example, The Womb. Now we have characters mm. there um talking in Tagalog, tapos the only also words that they know, or the sama words that they know are, thank you, and few phrases. Um, I think, ano, uh, I think yun yung commendable ba, kasi um, the director um, really hired um, locals, no? the people na who can um, give uh, give dimension to these um, uh, characters. So, actually, ang, ang isang film na gusto ko rin i-bring i- up in comparison lang. And to also pick up from what Neng said, uh, had said earlier about yung, yung pagtingin sa Moro na parang um, uh, it's always about be, them being Muslim. It's always kanang monolithic or parang isang entire group lang ng mga uh, Moro sa Mindanao. is yung uh, isang film din which came out recently na hindi masyadong uh, ganun ka-popular sa mainstream na discussion uh, is ano yung uh, musmos, mga musmos na musmos na sumibol sa gubat ng digma. Uh, directed by E.R. Lionel Arondaing. Now, in that film, um, uh, hindi ka sigurado kung saan siya nagtitake place. Um, but sa mga ano mga promotional materials ang um, ginagamit na word was rido so rido is usually um, ginagamit siya sa mga maranao uh, if i'm not mistaken so mistaken so 
isipin mo na maybe this is a Maranao story but when you watch the film iba yung ano yung nakikita mo kasi it's set in a mangrove forest so I don't know if may mangrove forest sa area like sa Lanao or sa Marawi na pwede mong i-associate sa characters sa film and then the characters are speaking in Tagalog all throughout like walang walang parang manapo moment na biglang nag nag ano nag ibang language yung mga characters and then very blatant or in your face yung yung pag pag include ng mga Islamic elements like um, sa entire film may uh, yung scoring ng pelikula parang based sa azan no? um, so and then I also watched the interviews ni uh, director and he said na ang film that was actually based on a Quran story which he was not able to um, tell kung unsa ba talaga ano ba talaga yung Quran story na yun pero based uh, napanood ko parang he was trying to make a retelling of the Adam and Eve uh, version of the Quran ako personally I haven't read the Quran so I'm not familiar with the story pero yun yung so medyo weird sa akin na yun yung nilagay niya yung very um, close din sa sa Bible na story. So, uh, ayun. So, I think doon na, yun yung isang isa example ng film na, na dinidescribe kanina nila, nila Nudge and nila Deng na kanang would really come off as offensive. Kasi, parang gistrip off yung, ano, yung ibang nuances na pwede sana explore. Parang, parang, uh, again, napapangunahan naman nung message ng ng filmmaker na parang tigilin na tigilan na tong ano itong gera na ito sa mga pamilya nakakasira to ng kinabukasan ng mga bata parang parang it's i think it's a lot deeper than that na parang yun yung hindi na explore when you tackle films I'm like this you easily assume na violence is parang one phase no parang we don't we, walang attempt man lang to address the cause or the root of this um, violence na gusto nila stop. So parang hindi mo alam kung bakit ka magro-root sa characters or hindi mo alam kung totoong characters ito. You don't even know kung totoong stories ba, ba ito or invention na, invention na imagination ng uh, filmmaker. So, so ayun. So, yun yung uh, tingin kong problem when it comes to portraying uh, moral narratives na hindi ka Thank you, Kix. Uh, in connection to that, uh, direct line, uh, when do we know it's the settler or non-moral speaking dito sa mga pelikula? No? Uh, pwede in connection dun sa mga films na nabanggit ni Kiko, no? uh, how do we know that uh, the one, the perspective that the film has taken is actually the, still the settler's perspective or the non-moral perspective? Um, actually, very tricky yan siya na question. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, kung babalikan natin yung pelikula ni Sharon na uh, Women of the Weeping River, although it's uh, well-researched, it was executed very well, and it's, the film even had the also uh, uh, as uh, characters, and as actors, um, uh, ang parat ang tanong parinjan is basically uh, ang kaya ng point of view Bam. yung yung 
ginagamit to tell that story. Uh, so uh, never naging kwan eh, never That's naging naging usapin yan, especially pagdating sa Mindanao filmmakers. Uh, when it comes to Mindanao filmmakers, uh, walang clear na sasabihin nyan, okay, I'm going to tell this story from a uh, particular uh, vantage point. Uh, ang clear lang talaga na outsider perspective, eh, basically filmmakers from Manila. That's why, uh, you know, there's a level of uh, insidiousness yung, yung Manila production kasi alam natin na uh, sa pagawil ng pelikula na yan, dala-dala pa rin yung mga perceptions nila, yung mga biases nila, even their uh, wrong beliefs about the Bangsamoro uh, sa pagawil ng pelikula. Ang naging problema naman with Binanao is basically uh, yung pag-assume, uh, even if you're a settler, uh, uh, filmmaker, sometimes you assume the Moro or even, for example, the Lumad, in, in telling that story, walang malinaw na Na, uh, okay, I'm going to tell the story of this war community from my from my angle. Uh, so yun yung nagkakaroon, nagkakaroon, lalo nagkakaroon ngayon ng para mas malaking burden. Kasi, di ba, uh, uh, we're already battling this uh, false representation from our counterparts in Manila. And here you are in, in, in Mindanao, uh, repeating that same uh, 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 problem or the same alam mo yun, practice. Um, uh, so of course we have um, Mindanao filmmakers uh, doing uh, films about the Moro. John C. Sharon, who's done Women of the Weeping River, uh, and John C. Arnold Mardocchio, who did paglal uh, pag ang paglalakbay ng mga between sa gabi mo dilim, which is also set in uh, in uh, in Sulu. Uh, and then of course uh, 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 you have Bagani um, Piola who did a short film on on, on the Bangsamoro. Uh, so inang uh, uh, for me ang pinaka what I would consider insidious is when these settler filmmakers consciously uh, assume the position of the the Moro in telling that story, and I would like to point out the particular film ni Bagani Fiola, which is Pulangi. So in the, in the film, uh, in the film, I do not I, I do not buy the argument of people that it's uh, it's a film told from a settler perspective because uh sa simula pa lang ng pelikula, ang ang opening credits said that it's a Bangsa Moro film. So there's already an filmmaker by saying that it's a Bangsamora film. And even Bangsamora filmmakers like myself and Najib has never done that kind of assumption in our films na this is a Bangsamoro film. Uh, so uh, for me it's a kind of dangerous uh, na yun. Uh, that's why uh, I sabihin na uh, it's a settler story, it's a settler perspective because you already created a, a, a big scene by, by, by putting that text in, in the film. So, uh, yun, uh, madaming, madaming classing issues when it comes to settler stories, uh, you know. Uh, uh, and I think, uh, John, this is also true to uh, Mindanao literature. Yes. And daming yes. writers na nag-assume ng position ng 
në luma, du morë të të other stories, në gjënë si Gjud Ortega, për example, who has kind of silenced the voices of the nobles and assumed that position to tell that story. So, ayun, yun yung danger na kinakaharap ng Mindanao Cinema at the same time ng Mindanao Literature when we don't know how to position ourselves in a very sincere manner. Yun nga, important na sa umpisa pa lang, alam ng settler filmmaker na hindi niya pwedeng, parang hindi niya pwede talagang kunin yung posisyon ng, ng Lumad o ng Moro kasi uh, very few ang mga stories na, na, na bibigyan ng, pag, ng chance to get made. And then, um, ikaw pa bilang settler filmmaker, yun pa yung positionality na gagamitin. So siguro, yun nga, gaya ng napag-usapan natin last time, sana yung mga kwento ng settlers naman ang bigyan nila ng pansin kung kung meron silang projects. No? Um, what about you, Naj? What do you think of uh, of, of positionality of, of, of filmmakers uh, making films about the Moro experience? Hello, Naj? Hello, Nad. Yep, yep. Okay. Ulitin ko lang yung tanong. Ano yung ano yung pagtingin mo dito sa isyong ito? Tungkol sa mga tungkol sa mga filmmakers na gumagawa ng pelikula tungkol sa moral perspective, tungkol sa moral experience. Pag hindi malinaw yung ano, pag hindi malinaw yung 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 portrayal ng moro context, bakak mas lalo siyang magcreate ng problema minsan, di ba? Kasi yung 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 punto kanina na kahit yung hindi man maganda pero yung rido ah yung rido bakang nga magkakaiba kami ng paraan kung paano paano nga siya inaayos paano sinisetal lang rido sa Maranao or hindi ko lang sure ah. Ewan ko kay directing at saka kay Kiko. Pero baka nga magkakaiba kami ng settlement din pati ng rido. Pero para mag-generalize na it represents the whole bangsa mo. Hindi kaya mas mag-create pa ng confusion or diba sa aming mga moro. Minsan, pagka gano'n ang... 
in in connection to that, pag-usapan natin yung intersectionality of moral identity. Kik, siguro ikaw yung unang kung tatanong hindi to kiks. Yes. Since meron ng bangsa moro na ascription at self ascription, even lumads and Christians who are in the bangsa moro domain will be considered bangsa moro. Dahil ngayon dito sa political na unit ng bangsa moro. So Paano to kicks yung pag-negotiate sa bangsa moroles, no? Sa position, for example, yung sayo, no? Paano ngayon natin manegotiate yung position, no? Ng bangsa moroles, for example, particularly yung sa upbringing mo kicks, sa sarili mong experience. Actually, interesting siya na question really like uh, are laws that define kung sino yung magiging part ng mga uh, political unit na to um, pero at the same time uh, uh, tawag nito parang um, para sa, sa akin personal experience ko No, parang like 100% confident na na ikonsider yung sarili ko as like bangsa mo in the same way na kinonsider nila tang o nila nags for example ng sarili nila as bangsa mo ro. Kasi personally parang hindi ko na alam kung paano ko pa mama manifest yung pagiging bangsa mo ro. Kasi I I no longer practice Islam. My father doesn't practice Islam anymore. Pero like what Teng said, uh, said earlier, na parang it's no longer uh, parang indispensable na requisite yung pagiging Muslim to consider oneself as as more even. No? Kasi parang kinoconsider din natin yung yung um, roots natin sa um, um, sa place or sa people na nabibilong tayo. Kaya parang floating ako ngayon sa Um, idea na yan. Although interesting kasi my mother is has always been Catholic. Her grandparents uh, ano, uh, were Chi uh, great grandparents were um, Chinese um, settlers in Sulu. Pero my mother considers herself as she still considers herself as Tao Su. And even my father says na Tao Su yung mama ko. So, sa tingin ko um, important yung pag pag um, yung ganyang definition to also consider the unique na um, tawag nito uh, unique na uh, pag uh, bangsamoro identity na hindi lang siya um, tawag nito um, naka-attack sa uh, religion uh, it's also it also considers um, um, the people who were born there kasi for example ang mama ko pati yung mama niya at papa niya, um, doon na pinanganak. Yun na yung uh, kinagisnan kinagis na reality. Lahat ng uh, lahat ng aspects ng buhay nila um, uh, very tausog para, yun yung pananaw nila na tausog yung pag uh, identify nila. Although, at the same time, parang kinoconsider ko rin yung kung paano natin i-reconcile yung uh, yung pagiging settler mo pa rin. Parang meron bang limitation yung pag, pag uh, identify mo. Kasi parang if we also include them in this 
parang um, identity na they could also be considered as Bangsamoro, does that mean that they can also tell stories of their, you know, their other um, counterparts in, under that umbrella? Kasi para sa akin, um, I think everyone can agree na um, hindi pa rin, no? So parang kailangan i-acknowledge pa rin yung, yung distinctions pa rin ng mga taong ito. Yung, yung sinatawag ng mga tribe people ng, uh, under this umbrella. Kasi may danger pa rin kung mag kung gagamitin yung license yung yung definition na yon as license to tell stories of cultures na uh, yon even belong to kasi para sa akin like uh, yung nga sabi ko nina parang I don't really um, see myself anytime soon nagagawa ako ng pelikula um, portraying a story at also the story na na personally hindi ko na experience or personally hindi ko pa um naintindihan or hindi ko pa nauunawaan no like <clears throat> siguro i can tell um another angle to that um experience um i think yun yung parang way na pagdeal ko doon na parang hindi ko aakuhin ang isang experience na never ko maiintindihan no pero hindi ko rin i-deny yung uh, sarili ko sa pag-express ng isang bagay na um na naapektuhan ako. So, yun. Eng, ano yung take mo dito sa uh, ganitong possibility of an intersection of intersections in the Bangsamoro domain? You know, um uh, it 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 brings back my uh, preface to Children of the Ever-Changing Moon. Uh I remember uh uh, in 2007, when Anvil published Children of the Ever-Changing Moon, sinulat ko doon how uh, we negotiate uh, with our different identities. Uh, so, for example, I'm, I'm Maginanaon, I am Bangsamoro, I'm also queer, I'm also Marxist, and all these types of identities. And I think all of us, naman may ganung klaseng layers of identities we wear a lot uh, lots of hats for example and uh dependent kung paano natin ginagamit yung mga layers na to itong identity na to sa pag-express natin through literature or or cinema and uh for me napakagandang kunin napakagandang uh, opportunity to to tell uh, more diverse stories of the Bangsamoro. Uh, uh, actually, ang dami-dami pang, for me, uh, kailangan ikwento. Uh, like, for example, sa, sa usapin, usapin na nga nitong panibagong, kasi sinabi nga sa law that, that uh, these are the people uh, na, na native inhabitants of, 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 of the Bangsamoro area during the time of conquest and um, there's another term during the time of conquest and uh, colonization. I think it colonization. Uh, so, uh, uh, for example, uh, uh, it's palaisipan sa akin. For example, yung mga yung mga mga slaves that read from the Visayas, from the Panay Islands, for example, or from from Leyte, na dinala sa Moro areas of naging slaves 
Um, sana sila ngayon, uh, di ba, wala naman, wala na ikwento ang mga historians about them. And I'm sure they've already assimilated their, themselves to the moral culture. Uh, so, uh, I'm sure yung mga kanila mga descendants na yun, ngayon wala na silang idea kung saan talaga sila because I'm sure there's also a form of erasure in order for you to assimilate to the to the bangsa moral body politic or even the majority culture that you're in. Kunwari, kung sa Maguindano man nangyari yun, uh, kahit paano uh, you erase that para makapit in ka. And, and I'm also thinking of one of our servants in the house happens to be uh, 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 Blaan. Uh, so she died uh, very recently at a very old age. But napansin ko, no, when, when yung nasa amin siya, she never expressed her, her Blaan-ness, her Lumad-ness. And I also uh, saw how she slowly tried to transition herself into becoming Maguindanao. So towards the end, parang wala nang wala nang hindi wala nang discussion na blaan siya because everybody assumes that she's magindanaon. And ganun yung ganun ganun ko nakikita rin yung yung ma 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 uh, maaring kwento pa sa Bangsamoro kasi ang dami-daming ang uh, madaming ang kuhan gaps, madaming intersections of of identity sa pwedeng uh, panggagalingan ng kwento. That's why I I think this is a welcome development in trying to enrich or create a more multidimensional uh, representation of, of the Moro in cinema and other uh, forms of art. Hello, Nudge. Meron ka bang gustong idagdag? Yeah, okay na. Okay. Okay ah, okay. Ah, pero ikaw yung una kong tatanungin sa susunod na question, Naj. Uh, meron kang project ngayon tungkol sa Marawi. Uh, pwede mo bang ibahagi sa amin ano tungkol itong proyekto mo? Yung white flag ba? Oh, yung white flag. Basically, ano siya? Uh, experience siya ng... Uh, IDP displaced the person ng Marawi, paano siya nag-struggle sa evacuation center, uh, kahit ga- ganun, ka-garbo, ganun ka-garbo yung promises ng government, ibibigay sa amin to, ibabangon ka. At the end of the day, uh, during the time na nakatira sa uh, temporary shelters yung mga IDPs, uh, hindi naman hindi naman nagagamot agad yung 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 uh, yung struggle yung paghihirap ng mga uh, nasa temporary shelters at that time kasi uh, uh, aside from the fact na na displaced ka na siraan ka ng bahay or possibly namatayan ka ng kamag-anak na naiwan sa ground zero uh, yung struggle na saan ka pukuha ng ipang sa survive mo araw-araw and then yung question an- anong mangyayari sa future. So, uh, dun, tingin ko, dun, dun ko na-express yung, yung, yung ano to, frustration ko sa lahat ng nangyari uh, sa amin sa Marawi. Pero alam kong malalim pa yung sugat, malalim pa yung 
Sabihin mm-hmm. na at least meron pa rin merong paraan paano ko nailabas nung ano ko dun sa mm-hmm. uh, story ng ID. So, um, Naj, there's also um, an upcoming project on the Marawi Siege. For this time, it's um, going to be produced by uh, Spring Films, um, Joyce Bernal. So, ano ang thoughts mo doon? There's this big production company and I heard na they're, they're gonna be spending a huge sum of money to produce the uh, film. Hello? Oh, Nudge. Narinig Akin ba yan? Yes, oh, Nudge. Oh. Hindi ko sure, pero tuloy pa ba siya? Um, ganito. Uh, uh, bigyan ko lang backgrounder about it. Uh, of course, uh, uh, Sharon was supposed to direct it, but she resigned from the project. But um, Joyce Bernal and Spring Films are uh, still bent on pursuing the project with a new team, I guess. Uh, but again, uh, supposedly last year pa ginawa project, pero until now hindi pa nagagawin project. Uh, but I think the, the idea of doing a Marawi project is still in the air. So, uh, of course, uh, uh, it's a, it's a, again, it's a Manila project. And ayun nga, parang for me, uh, uh, for me, nakita ko ngayon wild flag ni 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 Kuanina Jeep and I saw that it was a very sincere representation of the struggles of IDPs uh sa Marawi siege and again uh that's just one film uh, it's a small film and here is a prospect na mas malaking pelikula uh na alam mo yun uh, that again uh that is uh Baka, baka mag-change yung perspective about the Marawi siege and yun, um, uh, yun, uh, di nandiyan di pa rin siya. Ang peg nila doon, Teng, is parang war film. Kasi parang 50 million pesos or basta, basta somewhere na. Uh, 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 I cannot really comment on the, the, the story because, uh, uh, binubuo pa siya. Pero, uh, ang alam ko, uh, it's a story uh, that, that na, ang, ang main character happens to be uh, uh, soldier. I think it's a Muslim soldier. It's a Barano soldier ang kwento uh, to be portrayed by Piolo Pascual. So, ayun. Um, yun, yung, yun yung alam kong uh, so far na na meron sa kwento na other other details about the production uh, can I can we can only speculate ayun pero ang akin dito for example ang ang worry ko nito I think is again until now nag struggle pa rin yung mga taga Marawi na ibangon yung sarili nila yung buhay nila and to rebuild Marawi and here comes a film that you know might affect the it's way like people see Oh, oh, them. And ikaw, Nudge, ano yung tingin mo doon? But, so, but, yung effect ng ganun. Parang bagong buwan, ano? Anyway. Uh, uh, hindi ko sure. Kasi, pero nakausap ko kasi yung, ano, yung nang naging writer. I tried to uh, explain to them na hindi siya hindi to pang Hollywood na kwento. Alam mo yun, 
ako personally ako nasiraan ako ng bahay. Alam ni directing kung gaano personal sa akin ng kwento ng Marawi. Uh, ang sinabi ko dun sa mga researchers nila, sabi ko mag-ingat kayo. At the end of the day, uh, we lost lives here, uh, properties na destroyed, and all. Displaced kami until now. And then, uh, nangangapa pa rin paano ibabangon ng, paano mag-uumpisa. Hindi man kami lahat, pero meron pa rin mga taong nangangapa paano ibabangon ng paiso. Sabi ko mag- uh, uh, Ingatan nyo yung kwento namin, kung kwento namin ang ikukwento. Ay, so kinuha kang consultant badge or kinonsult sa yung script? Hello, Nudge? Sa mag-inyo? Kinuha kang consultant ng film? Mm-mm. Kinuha kang consultant? Naging consultant ka ba ng movie? Kinukuha ka nila, Nudge? Ay, hindi. Uh, nung nag-research pa sila na time. Ah, okay. hmm. Pero it makes me, it makes me wonder si, ano, ba... Uh-oh. Kahit si... Kung di ako nagkakamali, kahit siguro si... Uh, Direct Joyce. Napanood yata niya yung... Uh, white flag. Yung white flag. Kasi may kaibigan ako na kasama niya. Hmm. Pero bakit kaya nila gagawin itong pelikula? Yun yung unang tanong. Bakit nila gagawin yung pelikula? At Sunod, bakit hindi yung mga mga director na galing sa lugar yung gagawa ng pelikula? The writer na galing doon sa lugar. Diba, Teng? May, may director na uh, basic, Basically, the, the gateway ng Yaris naging development sa Marawi. Uh, when Sharon Dayok resigned from the project, they actually tried to talk to me to to direct the project. And of course, ang sabi ko, uh, uh, Ano yung kwento? Ano mo yung kwento? Uh, of course, I have a different take uh, of how Marawi should be told. Ang dami-dami naming kwento. Uh, ilang beses ako pumunta ng Marawi, kami ni Najib, umikot kami, and then uh, ang daming kina- naikwento sa akin from the point of view of people uh, na talagang na- naapektuhan. For me, feeling ko, yun ang dapat kinakwento. Uh, dapat yun yung point of view ng uh, story, not from a point of view of a soldier, but again, parang uh, sabi ko, if ganun, uh, I'll, I'll rather not do the film. Uh, mm. So, they, ang alam ko, they try, uh, it's, they're now trying to make the film with the Maranal director, si Omar Ali. Uh, ang tanong lang dyan is, uh, uh, wala pa rin malinaw na schedule kung mag-shoot na ba, uh, or what, at syempre nangyari pa itong pandemic, mas lalong mahirap na gawin yung pelikula. So it's, it's kumaga, uh, andyan pa rin yung idea to make the film, but again, uh, because of the circumstances, because of the pandemic, mukhang tanong ito ng when uh, gagawin. And I think kung ito, it, it, isa rin itong uh, bahagi ng pang trend din ngayon, uh, to, to make mainstream stories about Mindanao. Uh, we have, again, Brillanto Mendoza's Mindanao, uh, which was so last year, na ako personally ay napaka, uh, napaka dami kong sinabi uh, tungkol sa pelikula, dami kong criticism sa pelikula. And, uh, and then last week, diba, there was also, naging uh, uh, made public yung, yung balita that uh, there's going to be a Mama Sapano film by, mm. by Lawrence Fajardo, who's a filmmaker from Bacolod. Oh, yeah. Now, ang tanong dito, the producer happens to be attorney 
Ferdinand Topacio, uh, who's a known ally of, of the president. So, mm-hmm. ang tanong dito, how would Mama, San- Mama Sapano uh, be presented? And, of course, meron na, may isang pelikula pa, natapos na, hihintay na lang kung kailan ilalabas. Uh, again, uh, it's, it's, yeah. it's like a Mama Sapano story by Briante Mendoza, starring Baron Geisler and Piola Pascual. Oh, no. Uh, again, na ganun nga parang ita ita mama sa pan story about mga basta may tor- terrorist terrorist na uh, na characters and ang pinapangit pa dito at sinasabi ko kay ko na sabi ko kay Najib ito is that di ba sinira na ni Brillante Mendoza yung pangalan ng Mindanao by using that in in his last film now the uh, the working title of the film is Bangsa Bangsa oh, <laughs> so, di ba so uh, ano na naman ano na naman kagaguhan ito na by using bangsa to refer to the nation so do you mean that the nation uh, ito yung realidad na itong kwento ng terrorism and you know so ang exactly. and I think maganda rin kundi magandang kundi dito may magandang uh, para naging event recent I think three months ago um, in concerned artists of the Philippines organized a talk a forum that I was supposed to uh, speak pero syempre na sa Mindanao ako uh, kwento ng ng kuan uh, parang the military propaganda about Mindanao uh, so so kasi may usapin na uh, ang military daw has been funding film productions uh, to tell the story of Mindanao to tell the story of Marawi from their perspective so i don't know if that if that's true uh, na talagang pinupundohan nila but again, uh, the, the issue remains that uh, sa pagkukwento ng Bangsamore story, there are sides to to the story and there's also the, the again, kainong point of view kinukwento. So, yun yung danger kasi kung point of view ito ng military, kung, kung point of view ito ng, ng mga anti-revolutionary, so ipapalabas na yung kwento ng Bangsamore ay... Uh, napaka-disparaging sa part ng mga Bangsamoro. Malungkot at alanganin yung ano, yung yung parang uh, position kung ikaw yung hihintayin mo yung movie tapos gaya ng sinabi ni ni Direct Najib kanina na parang ingatan niyo yung kwento namin. Parang hindi siya ano, parang hindi mo siya gustong uh, you, you don't want oh, you don't want to look forward to to the movie na parang yung mga nandoon mismo sa lugar yung magsasabi na sila yung yung ibang tao yung gagawa. So sa sa panghuling parte ng ng podcast, uh, tatanungin ko kayong tatlo, ano ngayon yung mga kwento ng Moro na kailangan nating uh, gawa ng pelikula o di kaya uh, isulat pa. So what Moro stories need to be told? Sa iyo muna kicks. Um, actually, um, ang pinaka-favorite ko na um, nakuha from this episode and from the previous episode ay yung um, sinabi ni Teng na more settler stories. Kasi, yun nga, parang I think maraming pwedeng magandang material for that. As well as stories of those na mga katulad ko na 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 approach sa uh, lugar nila because of um, conflict or economic na uh, circumstances. So, I think interesting siyang 
material na I hope to consider ng mga filmmakers next time instead of like what you said last night, John. Ano, um, assume ng position ng subject nila. So, yun. I think more settler stories and more stories of um, people dealing with um, being um, um, of dealing with the diaspora. So, yun. Ikaw, Teng, ano yung mga kwento na hindi pa nakikita? Uh, sa totoo lang, ang dami kong kwento na nakatago sa aking baul, basically. So, na-realize na, na ko lang din na yun, parang uh, making films tend to be kind of expensive. Also, kasi kailangan mo ng capital. That's why, parang ang tabaho ko ngayon, really, o sige, ano yung mga kwento na pwede kong ikwento sa pelikula? Ano yung kwento na pwede kong sulatin bilang short story, bilang essay, bilang, you know, hopefully, kasi also, I also want to delve into uh, children's stories. So, yung mga ganun, kasi feeling ko talaga ang dami-daming pwedeng ikwento. Pero, kasi ako kasi, as, as a filmmaker, uh, uh, and as a storyteller, mas drawn ako doon sa mga personal stories. So, basically, makwento ng pamilya, uh, na dealing with all these changes, dealing with all these struggles to to uh, portray uh, the Bangsamoro identity. And feeling ko rin, ha, uh, uh, siguro bi- bilang napaka, ako, pinaka, isa sa mga pinaka-senior na filmmaker from Mindanao, is na tingin ko panahon na para mag-train din ng other Moro filmmakers to tell their stories, to tell the stories of the Bangsamoro. Uh, and ayan uh, si Najib and Anjan uh, and I know a lot of mamaya Najib sabihin mo yung madami kasi filmmakers kayo na nagsusulputan from from the Lanao area yes, so magandang development yun and of course yung Bangsamoro government from the time of, of uh, the, the former governor Hataman up to, to now have been supportive of creative endeavors in, in uh, in film and in in other arts. So, uh, as a matter of fact, um, next month, merong isang short film festival uh, organized by the Bangsamoro uh, Youth Commission na may walong entries from different parts of, of the Bangsamoro telling the stories of the Bangsamoro. And this is, uh, meron itong dating, kumagam, uh, Minauna, which was the Moro Film Festival ni, ni Governor uh, Mujib Hataman. So, kasama nga yung white flag doon, nanalo yung white flag ng Grand, grand Jury Prize. So, again, an effort uh, to, 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 to hone filmmakers and let them tell the stories of the Bangsam Horror. Kasi for me, ang, ang naisip ko, the only way to counter uh, stories by the other, kumbaga, the, the non-Moros, is to come up with stories of our own by Bangsamoro filmmakers. So, yun ang, yun ang isa sa malaking challenge eh. Kumbaga, kakonte lang ang Bangsamoro filmmakers na active now. Andiyan si Naj from, from, from Marawi, from the Lanao area. Andito ako from Maguindanao. Um, uh, andiyan si Adjani Arumpak. And of hmm. course, nandiyan na si Alex Arumpak. Ang maganda kay Adjani, at least yung dalawang films eh, yung walay niya, plus yung, yung, uh, what is a tender thing niya, is a uh, personal telling niya ng, ng experience niya living in a, in, a, in a multicultural environment kasi kung tatay niya is 
at uh, Maranao, and then yung niya happened to be a Christian. So, um, yun. Uh, and then, uh, of course, may mga, uh, may mga panibagong dugo. Uh, kailangan lang siguro encourage sila to, to, to do it and continue doing it para maraming maikwento. Salamat, Teng. Direct Naj, uh, ikaw, ano sa tingin mo yung mga susunod pa na uh, pelikula na gagawin mo? Or ano yung mga pelikula na gusto mo sana ay magawa pa ng ibang mga bang Samoro filmmakers? Actually, sa, uh, sa akin, uh, personally, nagugustuhan ko yung trend na namin um, naming mga Moro filmmakers na mas ang kinukwento namin kung titingnan mo yung mga uh, films nila directing at saka ng ibang Moro hindi siya nakafocus doon sa culture of violence meron ang Moro ah. tingin ko lang ah, eh, correct me if I'm wrong directing mas kinukwento namin yung other side ng mga Moro. Kasi kung uh, titingnan din natin yung trend ng mga uh, ibang non-Moro filmmakers or even may mga local Moro filmmakers, mas nakafocus sila dun sa uh, terrorism. Hindi, uh, uh, eh, di ba, parang action, labanan. Pero kinitingnan ko yung yung ibang yung trend ng ibang Moro filmmakers din na magmasarap ikwento yung story ng Moro na hindi lang violent. Na hmm. mas nagiging mas nagiging tao kami doon eh. hindi di ba? Mana normal din pala sila mga tao. Meron din pala. Uh, uh, normal din silang komunidad. May holdapan, meron. Ganun ganun ba? Gusto ko yun na trend na sana mas 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 sustain siya na may challenge. Yung co-directing. Yes, kada ko doon. Uh, uh, thumbs up ako doon sa ganun. Uh, you know, uh, there's other sides to the more story, to the more experience, to the more identity na kailangan din makita ng mga tao, ng audience. And yun na nga, uh, sana may encourage natin other moral filmmakers to to hone their craft in telling the stories of this diverse bangsa moral experience. I agree. Kahit sa literature, di ba, Teng, ganun din yung hope natin. At from the perspective of a non-moro, uh, sana may mga uh, gawa din, uh, either in literature and in, or in films, ng relationship naman ng, na, ng mga Christian at mga Moro or non-Moro at Moro na hindi siya anchored sa uh, tragedy or, yes. or violence. No? Parang kasi, di ba, yung mga nuances lang ng relationships ng mga, ng mga people who are living together. Ganun lang. Hindi yung parang yung usual tropes na end, ends in grim and... Uh, dire situations. Rom- diba kicks? Parang no. umang... Rom-com. Comedies or... Rom-com. <laughs> or comedies yung... Oo, diba? Pwede, ganun. So, actually, maraming ano... Yun yun, hindi ko rin na ano... Pwede kong mapuna doon sa Women of the Weeping River na, na movie. Kasi masyado siyang nakadiin doon sa usual tropes ng... Uh, warring clans. So on that note, uh, direct tang nabay nabatay i-promote or invite atong mga listeners sa uh, uh, projects niyo karon. 
Okay, um, actually may ko na, uh, ay, bigla ko na-realize, Nudge, na mayroon pala tayong pending project. Uh, alam mo ko, hindi lang dahil dito sa pandemic, uh, we're supposed to come up with an omnibus film called Bangsa. So, it's, a, it's the anti-Blanche Mendoza film. <laughs> with the same type, it will. So, the, 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 idea, the, the idea is to get uh, filmmakers, uh, Uh, na Bangsamoro of different backgrounds and persuasions to come up with a picture of of the Bangsamoro, a better picture of the Bangsamoro. And uh, I just hope that magawa pa natin nudge, inshallah, with the help of our friends in the Bangsamoro government, na sana nakikinig sa podcast na to. We still want to do that film and we want you to support us make that film uh, a reality uh, ayun but in the meantime we have the Bangsamoro short film festival uh, uh, so the it's uh, it's it's uh, organized by the Bangsamoro Youth Commission with support from the office of the chief minister of the BARM so there are going to be eight entries uh, from Lanao from Maguindanao Uh, uh, from Basilan and there's even one entry made by a settler who saw the Marawi siege so magandang perspective din yun. so we are going to uh, have that festival by the 2nd of, of, of August so we are going to promote this on Facebook so uh, lang, keep up keep yourself updated uh, about about that so, festival online uh, so yun. online yung pag- Films? Yes, because uh, you know, nangyari, because of the pandemic, we cannot do face-to-face physical film festival. So we have decided to migrate into online. So mm-hmm. there's going to be a live streaming, followed by a Q and A by the filmmakers. Wow. Tapos meron din ano no August to October. Yes, and we have August to October. Uh, uh, no, August to November. Um, okay. It's also going to be online. So, among yari naman dito sa Salamina now, we're um, we're going to ask uh, filmmakers from different parts of Asia to come up with an omnibus film that that showcases the Asian picture of the pandemic, and then how. They have survived and endured the pandemic. In a, magkakaroon din ng online conference, and then magkakaroon din ng, ng, ng publication. Because uh, the filmmakers are going to be asked to write reflections uh, about about itong ay pandemic, and also their hopes for the future of cinema post in a post-pandemic world. Uh, so I invite everyone to be part of Salaminano 2020. Uh, for more details, please go to our Facebook page, Salaminano Asian Film Festival. Okay. Najib, meron ka bang ipopromote? Wala. Okay lang. Okay lang. <laughs> sobrang, okay. sobrang sama ng signal ko eh. Hindi ko... Okay, okay lang. Nairaos na, naman. Manawagan natin sa PLDT. <laughs> Baka ipasara na daw. Oh, At saka, anyway, anyway nasa... Oh. nasa nasa taas ako ng mosque ngayon. Sobrang dami. Oh, wow! Oh, wow! Oh. Picturean mo afterwards. Ipadala po sa amin yung picture mo. Oo. <laughs> okay, so maraming salamat sa ating mga guests this afternoon for this special for this special episode of Minda Salida. Dagang salamat Ateng and uh, Najib Kicks. Dagang salamat and until our next episode sa Minda Salida. Mayong gabi, isa tanan.
Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you.